Human beings have been sharing stories for hundreds of thousands of years. And with those stories came the emotional, spiritual, and physical knowledge of the ancients. Shaman Durek, a sixth generation shaman and best selling author of Spirit Hacking, bridges the gap between science and spirituality and brings us back to our roots. He's here to bring forth the ancient wisdom of our elders, to help heal and bring happiness into our modern society. The time has come to end codependency and put the power back into people's hands. Welcome to the tribe. What is the shaman school? No. You're not going to be studying to pursue a career in shamanism or to bang a drum. The definition of shamanism is one who understands relationship. The shaman school offering reminds you how to have a better relationship with things and how to nurture these relationships, whether it be with yourself, the food you eat, the people you meet, your ancestry, community, the global community, animals, nature, and so forth. My goal is is to demystify spirituality, to add a bit of science and understanding of how things operate in the energetic planes. The Shaman School's no-nonsense teaching explores all faculties of experience, from the physical, the emotional range, the mental capacity for information, dialogue, lexicon, energy, perception, awareness, how to understand the energy of currency, and so much more. Fundamental education teaches the basics that we need in society, how to read, write, add, subtract, pay our bills, or how to become doctors, artists, mechanics, etc. But the Shaman School is a school that we all should have been a part of, one that offers the additional tools needed to better understand who we are, why we think the way we do, what's going on behind the scenes, and what we are actually seeing and processing. Are you living well? Are you paying bills just to keep the roof over your head? Are you in a relationship but not fulfilled? Satisfaction cannot be lowered anymore by the inability to recognize possibility. Living well means fulfilling your ideas and your goals and your dreams and having the best time doing it. In the Shaman School, I've extracted the best from all of the world philosophies, religions, spiritual teachings, and theories, offering a juice without pulp that will empower your life. The Shaman School invites you to a world where you're able to seize the tools of understanding, where you're able to have fun and have more because you deserve more. Go to shamandurek.com and click on the Shaman School for the first step toward ultimate happiness and an understanding of your truest self. Let's make things easier and not harder for our life. We deserve that. See you soon. So a lot of people talk about freedom. However, what is freedom in a world that wants to put you in boxes and labels and divide you and keep you in a place of struggle and fear, lack, limitation, and chaos? A world that is not nurturing the very gifts that your soul came to this planet with. And if it does, it's because it's on your own accord. So what is freedom? Is freedom because you can travel to... Fiji or Sardinia or the Galapagos Islands 
or to Hawaii or Bali or somewhere we haven't even yet discovered? Is freedom that you can buy anything you want whenever you want? What is true freedom? You see, when I was a kid, I used to think about freedom when I used to think about school. The moment I went into school and the moment a rule was placed on me about that I have to go do something and this is the way it is. In that moment, I realized that this isn't a planet of freedom. This is a planet of rules, indoctrinations, and slavery. Now, slavery comes in many forms, sure. You know, there's the more graphic forms that we see that has happened to all types of people around the world because of people coming from different positions of power wanting to take over them. And then there's slavery that comes unseen. It comes in a very sneaky and mischievous way. It's the type of slavery that you don't realize you're actually being a slave because you think you're just living your normal life and doing your normal things without realizing that that normal thing that you're doing was actually created by someone who wanted you to do it, but gave you the idea that you came up with the thought yourself. Like when we watch the news, for instance, you don't see the news being non-biased. You see the news being very much about their opinions and their emotions towards the situation, which with the certain reactions and certain ways that they're presenting it can very much manipulate you into having the same emotions that they're showing you. Hence the word TV set. Set meaning to manipulate. And so when we understand that freedom can't be found in doing things that the system or your parents or the world has told you to do. (laughs) In fact, freedom cannot be seen, heard, felt, or touched in those behaviors and patterns because those behaviors and patterns were structured and built to make you a slave. What are you being a slave to? Well, a lot of people choose to be a slave to love and others choose to be a slave to money and luxury and status and position and other people choose to be a slave and don't even realize why they're choosing to be a slave. They have no idea why they're doing what they're doing, why they get up every morning and do the same routine and go to work and come home and pay the bills and have dinner and sit in the same chair and have the same conversations and go to bed and be in that type of energy over and over again. It's that complete, you know, cycle, right? It's like you go through life, go to school, get good grades, graduate, pass your SATs, go to college, party, blow off some steam, study really hard, pass your tests, ace your classes, get a degree, go out, present yourself to the world, get a job, hopefully, get people to pay you for something that you do, Uh, work really, really, really hard to get the money that you need to save up, to pay off all of the money that you paid for college, unless you're a trust fund kid, 
And still, you're going through forms of slavery because you think that people only value you because of your money. So if you're trust fund, if you're not trust fund, it doesn't really matter. And then you go and you get a job. Then you're supposed to be in love. And they share that with you with every type of movie and every type of hallmark, everything you can imagine. You need to be in love. This is what love looks like. And then you get in love and then you're supposed to have kids and have a family and your kids grow up and you be a good parent and you, you put them in a good school and you feed them good food and you, 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 you do things differently. But are you really doing things differently or are you just enslaving them to the same thing that you were enslaved in? And literally the way you know that you're a slave is the moment where you can't recognize yourself, but you recognize yourself through the ideas and expectations of others. And those expectations are pulling strong amount of magnetic energy out of your body. That magnetic energy that, that your body needs for your spirit self, mental self, emotional self, and physical self, when pulled by so many people and starting to be pulled by you because you start creating expectations on top of their expectations, you actually basically put yourself in deeper cuffs or should I say deeper ropes and chains to be a slave. And eventually it wears you down and wears you down and wears you down and wears you down until you have too much inflammation in your body, your body's going through break, breakdown, you have anxiety, you have stress, you feel anxious all the time, you don't know what you want to do in life, you're always asking people, what is my purpose? You're, you know, you're going through what I call the spinning wheel, right? It's like the washing, the cycle, you know, when you put something in a washing machine and it spins all over and, you know, it's all in there, that's pretty much what's happening to you. When you say things like, what is my purpose? And I'm stuck and life is hard and I can't make money and, you know, things are so difficult and I'm lonely and all of these different things that are happening only because you have elect them to happen because you were too busy wanting to meet other people's expectations of you without truly finding out what true freedom is to you. Now, I'm not here to tell you what freedom is for you. I'm not going to do that. That's for you. I'm not going to tell you what your purpose is either because that's also for you. And I'm not going to tell you what would actually make you turned on with life and be happy because that's for you as well. But what I will tell you is that freedom lies in your ability to recognize that you are not held by any conditions other than the ones you accept as being real and the ones that you choose to step into and hold on to with pride and yep, that's right. And righteousness. You see, because pride and righteousness, they kind of go hand in hand. You see, because pride is pride, right? So you have pride. So you kind of hold this, like you dig your heels in and you hold your ground. It's like whatever it is that you're being prideful about. And then righteousness is your right to fight for it, kill for it, and like be argue with it, yell about it and hold so strong to it, even if the whole house is falling down and you're sick and everything is falling apart, you'll still hold on to that righteousness and that need to have pride. Because that's the building blocks of true dissension and chaos within the world. Yeah, I did say the world, not just one place, but pretty much the whole world. The reason why we have war on our planet 
isn't because we can't stop the war. Of course we could. People could just choose to not get in their tanks and do, do these, these outlandish things to their brothers and sisters. But the reason why people hold strong to their views and their opinions, which don't really support the global transformation of uplifting us on a, on a multi-dimensional cellular level, both in physical, emotional, mind, and spirit, is because the pride and the righteousness feel so good and so right and so like yeah this is mine in a world that tells me i have to do this 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 and this this is something that i have it's mine and i stay claim to it i'll fight for it i'll die for it i'll argue with it i'll break up relationships with it i'll i'll, I'll cut out friends out of my life i'll do all of these things so i can be right and i can have pride so i can continue to feel safe cuz i mean I don't know about you, but a lot of people like their righteousness and pride for the act of safety. It's a grounding tool. It really is. I mean, there's all these amazing ways that you can ground yourself. Granted, I mean, people throw cords into the earth. I mean, I teach people how to hack themselves into grounding, but there's all kinds of ways that people ground. Some, some cultures will eat meat to ground themselves. Other people will stomp their feet and other people will just sit down and connect in nature and ground themselves. And some people, doesn't necessarily mean you, but just giving you a little insight. Some people ground themselves in holding on to something and not letting it go. Even when anything is everything and everything is falling apart all around them. The house could be falling, an earthquake could be happening, the spirits could be shaking everything, telling them, let go. This is not bringing you joy. This is not uplifting the planet. This is not taking you to a higher place by you holding on to it. It is stagnant. We want to get it out of your life. Let go let go let go and do they no when do they let go when the doctor says um we got your test results back and um you've got two months to live or they let go when the person is walking out of the door and says you know what i can't take it anymore i i i, I did everything i could and i just don't feel like you understand me and love me and i have to leave this relationship because it's not working for me anymore or when they hurt themselves, oh, I, can't, I can't walk, I lost my job, I hurt my back. Or you know, I've been having stomach cramps, or I have high anxiety, I have anxiety attack, I need to be on medication. Or whatever it is, any type of interference is what I call it. An interference. An interference is an energy frequency that has become so stagnant that it literally creates waves of vibrations to create such a strong enough wave that it will shake you and get you shook so that you will let the hell go. Or should I say, let the heavens go? No, I say let the hell go because that's really what you're letting go of, your own personal hell. So I'm going to shift that and go, let the heavens go. No, it's going to be let the hell go. So you're going to let the hell go so you can actually live a really beautiful, amazing, sustaining, loving, supportive, expansive, abundant, prosperous, loving, unconditionally accepting life. Wow. Just let the hell go. Literally. And let the hell go so you can be in the heaven flow. That's a good one. I like that one. Let's stick with that. Let the hell go so you can be in the heavenly flow. Mm -mm. 
Now that is something I can really get it behind. But the thing is, is that people don't let the hell go. They rather lose the relationship. They rather get sick. They rather have the house fall down around them. They rather lose all their finances or lose their business or argue with this person or bicker with that person or, you know, just, and just get all frustrated and angry and look at ways they can like blame other people outside of them. They can shame other people. They can name other people. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. The thing is, if if we're really going to get behind this whole situation, right, like really get behind it, like really, really, really understand it, then we really have to understand who we are and why we are and how we are. Now, who we are, right, is always going to change. So that's the first key of knowing who you are, is that you are an evolutionary being that is multidimensional. And tomorrow you may wake up and feel something completely different and something new, and that's okay. And you might go to bed tonight and like be like, oh my God, I love rock and roll music. And tomorrow you're all like, oh my God, like I really love Jay-Z, whatever. The, the point of the matter is if you hold on to anything too strong and things start to get shaky and breaky, that means that the skin of that energy wants to shed itself because of the turbulent waves of shifting and and lifting vibrational frequencies that are coming in from the spirit world that's saying, let go, hell, let the hell go and get into the heavenly flow so we can assist you and lift you and shift you and have you live your best life ever. But in order to do that, you gotta let go of your pride. You gotta let go of your need to be right. And that is the key dilemma here, right? Because you have all these people wanting so much to find grounding for themselves. Instead of just grounding in nature or spending time in nature, having a picnic, you know, using the shamanic hacking tools and spirit hacking to ground yourself or whatever it may be that you ground yourself with, drumming, you know, any kind of um, hang drum or, you know, you're, you're dancing or you're stomping or you're doing art, you're folding clothes, you're washing dishes, very grounding, all of it very grounding. The thing is, you have elected to find your safety and security in the need to prove someone wrong, to make yourself right, which is righteous, and be prideful about it, that you have the right and justification to do so because these are the things that pissed you off and here's the people that pissed you off and here's the things you don't like about life and you're going to make sure you put them all in a nice little folder called my reason and my justification for being completely upset and why I choose to act the way that I do in my need to be prideful and my need to have justification of my reasoning for my need to be grounded in righteousness. Yeah, that is definitely what happens here on planet Earth. I can tell you that. And I can also tell you one of the biggest reasons why a lot of that happens is because you've allowed other people to create expectations for you, which made you create expectations Um, about you, which then drew a lot of your beautiful, amazing, powerful, life-enhancing magnetic energy away from you. And you chose not to dance under the moon naked. You chose not to make love and open yourself up to new levels of pleasure and ecstasy to draw that magnetic energy in. 
You have elected not to eat those amazing foods from the earth that are rich in the magnetic energy from the soil. You have not chosen to get into any form of ritual or any form of energy that allows that magnetic charge to come in. You have chosen to just continue to follow your same old, same old, same old, same old, and very old, very boring, very dismal, very lifeless pattern that the matrix has laid out for you by the promise that you will one day, you will one day, yes, you will, you will one day be accepted because you have stayed in line with everyone else. And there's great reward for that to not ruffle any feathers. You just, you know, live, a, you know, you know, a life where we keep you in pride and righteousness and your need to fight and argue and bicker and shame and blame and name. And you get to live this amazing, safe, safe. Did I mention safe? Did I say safe? I mean, very, very safe. Not the safe that's like safe, like where you, you know, put things in it. But that actually is true too, because you are actually putting things in it and locking it up, meaning yourself. But safe, like the real safe life, safe life. Yeah, safe life, no strife. But here's the funny thing is that there's always going to be strife. There's always going to be some form of something. And so our planet realizes that the whole idea of chaos does not serve any purpose because we all we're doing is wanting to be right and prideful about whatever opinion we all think we need to have, which truly should only be focused on the global community. Like if my opinion is like, well, you know, I think it's really uncool how people are just so selfish where they just chew their gum and just spit it out without thinking like, ugh, like no one wants to see that. I just thought I'd give you that kind of, you know, experience, right? Yeah, dude, totally. Like, I mean, like, you know how people are just so selfish where they just like think it's okay to get out of their seats like before the airplane has come to a complete stop? Let me explain something to you about your... your um very thought out opinions nobody really cares about those opinions because those opinions are your own personal triggers and your own issues that you have for whatever that issue is has nothing to do with the global transformation now you could say that people spitting out their gum has an effect on the environment and it would be nice for you and other people to get together and start drawing attention to uh, what happens when you spit your gum out and the germs and all the different things, the hepatitis and all the other things that can be created in an environment because of too much of that going on and the, the ugly stains in the streets and the sidewalks and, you know, people getting gum stuck to the bottom of their shoe, you know, this kind of thing, right? So again, you decide what that represents. But the point is, if it's not representing the global family, we are family. Mm. You and you and me and you and me and you and you, we are family. My multidimensional self and yours too. Ooh, 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 ooh. We our family oh no i hear you you are my brother and sister too you are my family you are my brother and sister you are my family we are family mm, mm, mm. let's build that family tree oh 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 we are family i told you come on and listen to me we gotta let 
go of the pride and righteousness. Bickering and arguing is a waste of time. And if you bicker and argue, it means that you feel threatened. So let go and let go and give it to life. Because we, we are family. I don't need to fight you. Me and you and me and you and me. We are family, all of us. You and me and you and me too. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So the key element is to get that message of we are family into the minds of people. Now that's something that should be definitely tweeted over and over again. What if everyone just definitely said it all over their Instagrams and social medias and Twitters that we are family. Don't forget. You have forgotten. Don't forget who you're really upset with. We are all family. Even when the darkness comes, they're also our family. They're just trapped in another spectrum. We are all family. Why is that not being put on billboards? Why do billboards sell me things like shoes that I'll never wear or pants that looks like a guy is like trying to get with the girl in the picture or maybe he's trying to get with a guy? I don't know. There's a little awfully too close. But the point I'm making is, is this, is that why is the billboards don't giving, like, why aren't the billboards, people, why are people buying the billboards who have money? Like, I know there's some of you on here who listen who have a lot of money. Why aren't you buying billboards and putting up beautiful messages, soul talk messages to liven our souls and spirits with the words of the day? That's something, you know, I just think that if we are going to really thrive on planet Earth, I think we need to start recognizing each other. I don't know. What do you think? I think so. And I think we have to really start caring for each other. That would be really nice. Really, 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 really nice. And for us to really care about seeing people rise in their career so that they can make money and thrive and feed their families and travel and have a good life, you know? I mean, it doesn't have to always be like fire and brimstone. It doesn't have to be like misery and scrabbling on the ground and, you know, very um, gone with the wind, Scarlett O'Hara moments. It doesn't have to. Yet we make it that way because we are a dramatic species. Well, we are, really. That's why we love movies and entertainment. But the thing is, we can use those experiences and be the dramatic species that we are, but use it to make ourselves lit. That right there would be good instead of us becoming like. <laughs> Nobody wants to be a sheeple. We just want to be loving people. Nobody wants to be, nobody wants to be a sheeple. So come down off your steeple. Stand before me and let me see the light that shines in you. I remember you, my brother, my sister, my family. We are one. Family, we are are one so that's the thing right true freedom lies in our ability to experience something completely different that was set up for us and completely do that which makes us feel so good 
and so loved and so yummy and so delicious and so lit that we want to share that freedom. We want to sing it. We want to shout it. We want to hear the words of of Dr. Martin Luther King say, Oh, God, oh, praise God Almighty. God Almighty, let freedom ring from the mountaintops. Let freedom ring. I mean, talk about a powerhouse, right? I mean, you got to understand that like the when 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 we understand that the true meaning of freedom like really you know uh really really understand that we have that power and that energy right when we have the ability to allow the liberty bell, the liberty, the freedom to ring, the liberty that is in all of us, in our souls and our and our beings, right? Um, and and really allow the the energy, right? So it's like, let freedom ring. Let freedom ring whatever minds know what it means to be in chains. Let freedom ring whenever hearts know pain. Let freedom echo through the lonely streets where prisons have no key. We can be free. We can sing. Let freedom ring. Mm-hmm. Let freedom ring. Can you hear it in your spirit? Let freedom ring. Do you understand? what I mean. Let freedom ring down through the ages from the hills called Calvary. Let freedom ring wherever hearts know pain. Let freedom echo through the lonely streets where prisons have no key. You can be free. You can sing. Let freedom ring. Let freedom echo through the lonely streets where prisons have no key. God built freedom into every fiber of creation and she and he and the universe meant for us to be free and whole. And when the almighty love God brought freedom and redemption to lift us from our own iniquities. We are the ones that place the chains down on our hands and our wrists. We are the ones who tried to persist. We are the ones who left back and held back the slack where we don't understand how to take it back. We are the ones who keep giving power to the false leaders. And we are the ones who get mad when we don't understand either how we are being putting into this game of play. We don't understand why we have to stay. Sometimes of us want to run and want to play And some of us want to sit here and say, let freedom ring, let freedom ring. Can't you hear me, brothers and sisters? Can't you sing? We don't want to march through the streets and and, and scream and yell and fight and break windows and trash houses and trash businesses. No, we want to speak from the place of love. We want to speak from a place of truth. We want to show peaceful demonstrations. We want to be able to understand how to, 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 to truly elevate the human being to a level that is at a high level of communication and intelligence. You see, because the level of freedom that is able to be achieved in every moment and every day requires you to change the way you think. If you choose to think in a way that is low and demeaning and using words that disempower you, then you will go down in the spirals in the depths. 
And you will stay there until you are able to speak words that speak true, words that speak light, words that that end fights, words that build nations, words that bring good vibrations, words that bring things together, words that make us light as a feather. These are the things you have to understand. For us to walk across this land and thrive with nature and animal, we have to realize that we have the chance to be. We have a chance to see. We have a chance to hear the love that is always present within you and me. But in order for us to move to this place where we know we can get to, we have to let go of pride. We have to let go of pride. I say again, we have to let go of pride and righteousness. And we have to rewrite the script. We have to tell our ego, that narrative that I took on from my family is no longer in service to me. I choose to set myself free. I choose to ask you now, ego, to create a new narrative for me, a narrative that allows me to see my brothers and sisters wherever I go, to speak with love and even flow, to be able to understand how we know and be able to remember why we grow, to understand evolution in its most beautiful height and to understand that we are much more than the light and to understand that we are here for high plight and that we get to fly high like an eagle, right? into the future and we have the ability and the know-how and the honesty and direction to course change the correction of earth so that we can witness ascension's rebirth now can i hear you now Mm. sweet for your soul love you Hey tribe, so the tribe wants to hear from you. And I know a lot of you are talented out there in music and poetry and recipes and ideas and just, you know, things that you want to share with the tribe. You can send that information to info at shamandurek.com and share your gifts with the tribe. Love you all and stay lit. Hello, tribe. We have another tribal share by Preeti, who would like to share some yoga tips with you all. And so enjoy her amazing yoga tips. Hi, my name is Preeti Singla. I'm a yoga instructor. Today I'm going to talk about a very simple yet powerful posture called as Tadasana. It's also regarded as mountain pose and mother of all asanas as it roots us into Mother Earth and get us grounded like a tree. To do this asana, first start with standing straight with your feet hip distance apart, pressing the feet into the Mother Earth. Then engage your core muscles, now stretch up through the neck and head and chest out. Relax the shoulders and let the arms rest right by your sides. Now find your balance and raise your arms up, tighten your elbows and keep your hands straight and look ahead. Breathe in and out at a slow pace for four to five times, then come back to the starting position. This asana can be done any time of the day and is a very powerful asana to correct our posture and improve our balance. Thank you. Hey Tribe, we're going to take a short break to hear from one of our amazing sponsors, who is Lit Verified. 
The Lit Verified store is open. But what does Lit Verified mean? Lit Verified is an acknowledgement and stamp of approval by the tribe. I have tried each of these products and they are the best. Lit Verified products vary from beauty, technology, clothing, food, health, and wellness, and anything that is ethically sourced, organic, maintained, and sustainable. Not every product offered to the team passes the Lit Verified test. No, not at all. Every Lit Verified product is carefully researched. Every CEO has been met with. Every ingredient carefully looked into the process production of all of it. I have seen the impact these vendors are making. Their vision and ethics are aligned with our tribe, with people who are consciously supporting community and want to make a difference in our world and make it a better place for us. Lit Verified products are ethically sourced and meet the highest industry standards. When purchasing Lit Verified products, we give back by creating sustainability and by leading the world to make better choices. You can be confident that you're buying into a company that supports a vision for change, not just a company that wants to line their pockets with money. We live in a time where we are oversaturated by commercials, TV, and social media, where far too many celebrities and influencers are endorsing things they know nothing about and things they might be doing damage to people, to the earth, and to animals. With Lit Verified, we've taken that doubt out of the equation. You're not only getting the best, but you're also doing the best. Pick up your awesome Lit Verified items at shamandurek.com and click on the link that takes you to Lit Verified. Love well, tribe. All right, tribe. Time to hear from our special guest. Hello, Tribe, and welcome to Ancient Wisdom Today podcast. And if anyone hasn't told you how loved you are, well, let me just remind you how much I love you and how loved you are by an entire universe. And that love is always there, permeating through every cell of your being. And all you have to do is just take notice of it and be aware of it because it's there for you to know how amazing, how beautiful, how divine, how innovative, how creative, all of the beautiful things that you can imagine that someone can say is all yours. It is the blessed up experience of you. And I'm so happy that you've joined us worldwide to be here for Ancient Wisdom today. I have a very soulful, powerful, inspirational sister, who is here with me in the studio so that we can share our love, our grace, our beauty, and just bring that profound wisdom so that it may nourish you and give you all the sustenance that you need to recognize how absolutely wonderful you are. This is my beloved sister, Umi, who is 21-year-old Seattle native, pioneering a new sound rooted in the R&B and the Neil soul. Her artistry manifests itself through her honest lyrics and her healing sonics, which gives listeners a personal connection to her brand, to her music, to her teachings, to her voice. I'd like to welcome you to this powerful, powerful queen, Umi. Hi, Umi. Welcome to the studio. Hello, thank you so much for having me. And thank you everyone who's joined us for this 
share. I'm so grateful to be able to just share energy and wisdom with everyone. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, before we get into it, would it be okay if we started off with three breaths together, just so we can center our, our breath with one another? Yes, let's bring that together. in. Mm, yes. yes. So everyone, just close your eyes. I'm just going to guide you in three simple breaths. So breathe out and relax your body, your mind, your spirit. And breathe in, breathing in love, gratitude. Hold it at the top and breathe out fully, letting it go. And breathing in again. Thank you for being here. Thank you for your energy. Hold it at the top. Feel your energy through your body. And breathe out, letting anything go, any stagnant energy. And our third breath, final breath, breathe in. I love you deeply, fully. Hold it. And breathe out. You are so appreciated. Ah, thank you. I feel so connected, so grounded. Yeah, you know, it's, it's I always find it to be so important to drop in mm. and for you to even just bring that as a remembrance to all of us who are mm. listening all over the world right now to just drop in and be in that space Mm. Um, you know, and that's one of the things that I admire about you, um, mm. and how, when we first came into each other's lives and became friends and just, you know, being in front of you when you came to my book launch and, mm. you know, just your presence. I love, I love to, <laughs> I love to spiritually stalk you, <laughs> I love uh, that. <laughs> you know, when you do your IG lives and just mm. listening to, you know, the essence of mm. yourself come through mm. and, you know, when I listen to your music, like I was on a uh, a trip with a, a bunch of colleagues and, you know, and I was like, okay, we're going to listen to one of my friends mm -hmm. and we're listening and they're just like, wow, this music is amazing. And I'm like, yeah, I said, because it's, 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 it's interesting where we are today where, where artists such as yourself are emerging mm -hmm. out of this different with what we've experienced in the past of, you know, how people have been in the music industry mm -hmm. to seeing artists such as yourself who are coming in, not in just, I'm going to bring this soulful, you know, energy to, mm. to, to everyone. But I'm also, I'm not just making, doing the music. I am the music. I live mm -hmm. my life in that way, in that space. Mm. I want to, I want to, I want to, I want to talk about that. Yes. How, that how how has this journey you know take us through the journey of discovering mm. this beautiful connection that you have to music and and being a powerful uh, teacher and healer mm. and and how that first started for you and how you cultivated this this realness mm. in, in what you do and who you are wow what a beautiful powerful question i i would say music feels like a purpose. I, I, me and my friends talk about this, how we feel like we all kind of reincarnated on earth to shift consciousness through our art and through our talents and through what, what brings us timelessness, which I think is purpose. And music has always been that for me since I was young. When I sing, it's like 
time ceases to exist. Almost I cease to exist. I just become my spirit, um, dancing, freeing. I feel free. And that's how I know that's my medium of expression. But it's really interesting because growing up, I had a lot of stage fright and a lot of... um, I would just say almost self-hate towards, I don't even like to use that word, but that's how how deep that pain was towards my music and towards mm-hmm. my own voice. And as I've learned to love myself more, um, it's become easier and easier for me to communicate more freely through my music. And now I can say that music is a free channel for, of expression. And yeah, a, a space where I feel my essence shines and can be its its truest form and I think it's so powerful now because as you said before music is, a, is the medium of healing and it, it's universal even if you don't speak a certain language you can be healed be uplifted but also be shifted in a in a downward energy form if regardless of whether you understand the language of the music just from the sonics and the melody so I think it's so important for artists to be conscious of the music they create now more than ever because people there's so our senses are so sensitive right now you know it's like what we listen to really does impact our mood and we need humanity to feel good right now we need people to be happy and be, feel loved so that the world can and ascend upward yes you know i talk about that in my uh, book spirit hacking mm. it's called brain stink It's when you listen to things that are actually causing an aggressive attack upon your system. Mm. And we don't realize how much frequency, vibration, elocution, octave, you know, all of these things have a propelling motion of energy that when we actually listen to it, it's creating an opening of our energy. And then the words are the, are the codes that get um, inseminated. Oh. Like if you were to cast a spell or to, you know, to conjure something for someone. Oh. And so what, you know, what I love about, you know, people like you who have come into this place of success in music and rising higher and higher in in in, um, in the global stratosphere of mm. recognition in the music industry for for what you're bringing to to that experience because there's so much I would say um, unintentional, not really focused heart awareness in the music industry in a lot of areas that are actually causing more harm than good. What's Mm. your thoughts about that? Oh, I couldn't agree more. I couldn't agree more. I feel like people are just, it's like music has become just sound now, less music. Um, But I'm also not sure if music has ever been globally used to heal ever. So I'm not disappointed. I feel like it's it's a reflection of society. Art, I think, reflects people. And I feel like people aren't connected to themselves. People aren't vibrating high. So the music that's out right now isn't high vibrational. Um, and so I hope that through my music and through the music of other more conscious artists that we can shift society to feel better and to be better. And then I think the music becomes more meaningful um, and more purposeful. And I, you can hear it in in people's writings, like, I don't mean to downplay any any artist. I think every art has a purpose, but I think a lot of 
lyrics are so surface level. There is no depth to what people are saying. It's, but I also think it's because people don't, haven't gone that deep in themselves either. So they don't expect art to be that deep. So as people get deeper, and I think this year people are, have really connected with themselves more and more. It's like people are going to start demanding art that is deeper, that has more more meaning to it, you know? Yeah, that's that's my kind of take on that. Yeah, it's so, I think it's so important where we are in consciousness because mm-hmm. like I was explaining to a friend the other night mm-hmm. how everything that's showing up right now is teaching us to develop a different relationship and uh, an understanding of what we truly desire. We don't desire Mm. more materials. We don't desire more of these things. These things are not bringing the wholeness and the soulness Mm. to to who we are as individuals. Mm -hmm. And what we have to understand is that you can see what we require the most by looking at social media, looking at... Mm. You know, why is everyone on Instagram? Why are people on Twitter? Why are they on Facebook? Because they're looking for connection. Mm, they're ooh, looking yeah. for, 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 for engagement, mm. for to be seen, to talk, to share, to, to be present with mm. one another. Even if it's a picture on the screen, that gives people so much more awareness of their existence. They want to know they exist. Mm. Wow. I couldn't agree with that more. I think technology is such a powerful tool. I'm so grateful for technology, but it's about people yeah, using it mindfully, using it with, with a purpose and using it transparently and authentically. So it's like the, the you that's online is not so different from the you that's in the real world. You know, mm. I feel like there's so many split identities. People have like five identities. That's yeah, too much. It's too much. It's too much. It's too catfish. It's too much catfish. <laughs> Fully. So true. Mm, no, thank you. I do not want that. Mm, not for me. And that's my goal with my social media is to really be my authentic self there and here. So when someone comes to a show and someone meets me, it's like, this is the one me. It's the, it's, it's not a different me. I'm not trying to put up a front anywhere. And I, and I hope more people start to, I think more people are starting to do that, beginning to do that. Yeah. It's interesting how people would put up a front and why, what would be the purpose of that? It's like, you know, it's, it's, and we understand that people want attention and we understand mm. that people need to feel attention so they can feel love because we've antiquated any form of love on our planet by how much you're seen and how much you're heard, mm-hmm. which is really sad. Yeah. Cause it, it goes back to like being a child. It's like, mm. I just want to be heard mommy mm. and daddy. I just want to be seen. Mm. If you can just hear me here I am, this is what I'm doing. And, you know, mm. and I know for myself, Growing up as a kid, my father never really heard what I had to say until I was spray painting walls and riding my skateboard and and vandalizing things and being a punk kid, you know. And then I thought the more I got in trouble, the more I got attention. And so it's interesting because the platform that are out there in the world that are giving us the ability to be to be acknowledged, to be seen, as you said, it needs to be authentic. Because if we're creating that inauthenticity in how we're interacting with each other, then we're only creating a deeper void within ourselves. Yes, yes, yes. So true, so true. And I feel like it's so easy to... It's almost like you get to recreate yourself online sometimes. Like you can... 
change the way people see you. But I think the, the desire to recreate a different version of you means that you don't love the real you in a sense, you know, you're not in essence in, in the physical real world. So I think it's with more self-love and also I love how you connected it to childhood. It's so true. There's so much childhood trauma. People just need to acknowledge and transcend, not just ignore or acknowledge and then period, you know, it's like doing the next step of what am I going to make out of it is, is I think what's going to help just create mm. a more authentic connection online. Yeah. You know, it's interesting because when we, we think about suffering and trauma and pain and all of these different things and, you know, what I, what I really focus uh, my energy on and reason why I love your music and what I, mm. what I love about your energy and your spirit. I remember when we first met, and they just looked at you. Mm. And I was just like, that's my, that's, that's my soul sister. Right mm. You know, and how you would like times when you have, you have, you know, you're, you're, you know, you have your life. We have our lives. We're public figures. Mm. But at the same time, you would reach out to me. I don't want to start crying right now. Mm. But you would reach out to me and you would reach out to me and just... It wasn't for anything other than just you checking in. And then there are times where you reached out to me because you needed my support. Mm. And there are times where I felt like, oh, I dropped the ball on that support or here I am for the support, you know? And mm. it's like, but it's like at the same time, I was just like, it was a very challenging time for me in my mm. life. And the fact that you picked up on that and, and then, you know, and then just also me, when I got your message, I called you and I was like, oh, what's going on? You know, like, mm. how can I show up for you right now? Mm. And like, you're like, oh, no, I'm good now. I'm good. And, you know, but it's like, how do we interface? How do we remove ourselves from, from the distractions that aren't mm. really that important? Then so much more what is important is how we show up with each other. Mm-hmm. So true. And I think it's it's so unique, the connection we have. But also, uh, I think it's it's that we're both very open to and sensing to people's energies. And, and through connecting with that power, I think that all of us have that sensingness. It's you meet someone and immediately it's like that love, you, it overflows your heart. And I felt the same way about you. I was like, this just feels like meant it feels meant we are meant to meet we're meant to connect we're meant to ascend and shift the world together and and through the combining of our tribes you know um so i feel very connected to you as well and and i feel this is we're like touching just the beginning of the shift we're going to create in the world through our perceptions and through our knowledge absolutely you know it, it's a it's an interesting thing how how we as human beings. It's like, we, we look at the world and we think, okay, what am I going to create? What am I going to do? All this kind of stuff. But mm. it's like, what I always tell people is like, when you have trauma and you have pain, it's like, we have to learn to alchemize ourselves. We have to learn the, the, the key elements of alchemy because I feel like alchemy is calling, calling us back, mm. you know, but it's, it's saying like, okay, you got trauma, you got pain, you got hurt, but now how do we take this energy instead of sitting in it, dwelling in it, festering in it, washing our bodies with it and making ourselves more sick, both in spirit and in body. How do we take that energy and change that energy form into something that's different? And that's what true alchemy is. And so, you know, what I love is, you know, I want to hear about how you came about from the point of, of where you were growing up and how you took all the things you went through Mm. and be able to shift it and move it and then bring out this beautiful harmonic 
melody and tone and energy and resonance Mm -hmm. in your music that isn't just for the ears, but is it for the soul? Yes, yes, yes. Thank you for seeing that. I've, wow. I would say I, I grew up with a bit of a rough childhood. And I think that's a, a shared experience of humanity, but it's like you said, what gives me things to alchemize, experiences to alchemize. Um, yeah, just grew up not feeling very seen as a child, um, abused um, with a, a lot of distrust towards my father, um, kind of a not full relationship with my mother, not feeling like I could be myself around my parents. So I wasn't really myself with myself either. I was really shy, really down. Like the voice in my head was very dark, very negative. But one thing that I always kept coming back to was music. And anytime I felt uh, um, those, those, those vibrational low vibrational emotions. I remember writing, I just write music. And it's sometimes the music wouldn't even be directly about the experience. I was like feeling very sad, but I would write a really, really happy song just to feel and and channel joy in some way or another. And what I'm learning is, I, I remember there was a point in my life where I used to be like, why me? Why did I have to go through this childhood? Like, am I at a disadvantage because this happened to me because I have these types of parents or this type of background. And then I had this profound shift this year where, where I was like, oh, it all happened for my benefit. It all happened so I can connect to people who had similar experiences so I can, like you said, transmute and and those experiences into harmony, into music, into writing. And, and with my last project, I called it introspection because every song on there was a reflection of an inner experience I was going through and um, me alchemizing that experience, whether it was a breakup, whether it was a toxic relationship, whether it was me coming to terms with my sexuality and then making light of it and, and making music of it, you know? So I feel like music is my one of the ways I alchemize ex- experiences. How do you feel about, uh, um, and, and I want to go into that, about sexuality mm. and how that plays out within the way in which you choose your words and the way that you choose to bring that essence through? Because, you know, I always say, like, I think I'm a more powerful shaman and mm. who I am because I'm very in touch with my masculine and feminine side. Mm. Mm-hmm. I feel the same. I think it's vital. I think it's necessary for all of us to be in love with the masculine and feminine within us. And interestingly, I felt very connected to my masculine energy for a long time. Very, mm, yeah, I would I would say I, I was confident. I could speak up. I could, you know, be very forward with my energy. But one thing I lacked in the past was love, especially self-love, that softness that, and I feel like I could give that to other people a lot, but to myself, it felt like unfair or something. Um, And so one thing I've been working on is, is healing the feminine within me. And, and also kind of expanding on that this year, I've really awakened to the infinite love I feel for people and how the love I feel for someone is not bound by gender. And I think by gendering love, you limit your, your, your capacity to, to love and to experience and receive love. So I've really just been stepping into being more open about, I love 
all people. I love without labels. And also I give more love to my friends and I give more love to platonic relationships. And I don't reserve a certain specific type of love for a specific type of person or a specific type of relationship, but having more fluidity in my expression of love. Absolutely. I'm hundred percent fluid in my expression of love. And, Mm. and I, I felt that when I was young, there was a point where I was like not fluid and I was very stiff and very, um, stuck. And I noticed that in my powers and in the way I was perceiving the spirit world, I was only able to perceive one aspect of the spirit world, but I couldn't get into the other one until I actually allowed the woman inside of me to wake up and be fully present. And, you know, you said that you were, that you were healing the female and really the, the, the truth about the healing is the acceptance you know, because it's like once I allowed her to wake up and I remember my girlfriend had said it best because I said to her, I said, when I'm with people intimately, I don't see it in the way that other people see it. I mm. see it in the way of worshiping God. Mm. And so when I bring food to someone, I see it in the way of feeding God, nourishing mm. God. And when I look at you, I see and I look and see God looking at God Wow! and being able to see the essence of self, see itself Mm -hmm. in its many forms and many realities of Mm -hmm. creation. Mm -hmm. And so it doesn't matter if I'm with a man or if I'm with a woman, energetically, to me, it's about harmonizing myself with Mm -hmm. them. So I'm not going to share my energy with someone who has too many rules or too many belief systems. Because I can't harmonize with you when you are holding back your, your frequency, holding wow. back your, your notes, your elocutions. That I want to feel the symphony come through you when I harmonize with you. I want to find the tones, the key notes that, that move pleasure and ecstasy and bliss and, 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 you know, and open up new dimensions in other galaxies mm. and create new life forms just by us coming together and sharing in that creative expression. And it doesn't matter if it's physical and it doesn't matter if it's a collaborative engagement with someone on an artistic level, I'm making love to you still. Mm. And birthing that seed of creativity into the world. So when I'm, when, when a lot of times when we, when I people around me and if I'm getting into a, a project with them, I tell them, I'm going to be straight up with you. If I'm engaging in a project with you or we're going to do, get into something together to create something for the world, we have to learn how to make love properly. Mm. You know, and some of my male friends would be like, what do you mean? Mm. Like we're going in business together. I said, no, we're going to make love. Oh, fully. <laughs> Fully. I love that so much. Literally, like my cells are vibrating from that statement. It's so true. You're literally creating, it's like a a creative child that you create with someone when it's like a creative project, like you said. So it really is making love. Wow. What a profound way to see that. I love that. Yeah. And I think that we, we, you know, I feel like with everything that's happening with the COVID and everything, it's to get us back to how mm. we make love, mm. why we need to make love, mm. and what and where have we lost that connection of intimacy mm. with with everything around us, you know? Yeah. And uh, music is such it is such a uh, uh, an enhancer for for making love to yourself. Mm. Ooh. 
I agree. I I always say music is a portal. Music is a portal because when you play a song, you literally shift the, the, the vibrational waves in the room and you can uplift, like we said earlier, people's energies, shift people's thought processes, shift then their future shifts the, the the imagination that they have in the moment, you know? So it's it's making more music that opens up a portal of self-love for people. And the more you love yourself, the more you can love other people. And I just feel like humanity on, on a broader on a broader scale, I don't feel like there's that that deep love for self. So it's like, if you don't love yourself, how can we love Mother Earth? How can we love our brothers and sisters? How can we love the animals on the earth? You know, so it's like step one is love. And to help step one happen, I just want to keep making music that enhances that experience of self-love. Mm-hmm. I feel like if human nature wants to truly understand the engagement between nature and spirit, then we have to be understanding of the, the opening. Um, so we have to allow things to penetrate into us. And we mm. also need to open to allow and also to be able to penetrate into something. And mm. with this grace and beauty, with this understanding, you know, because like when I listen to music, it doesn't matter if I'm listening to something from the 70s or the 80s or whatever it may be. The first thing that I tune into is how is it penetrating me right now? Mm. Is this a, is this a, a, a penetration that feels good to me? Is it, is it so much that it actually moves my, my body to move because mm-hmm. my body wants to express itself in this penetration? Mm. you know and then what is it doing for me because then what happens is once I get penetrated and seated with this music because that's what's happening I'm being seated with information Mm. and knowledge and and technology and code by the words that are coming by the sound that is is coming that's just all a part of the penetration and then what happens to me is that now that's in me so then when I go about my day and walk the streets or talk to people how, how has that penetration allowed me to be more loving, more giving, more nurturing, more providing, more, more um, holding space, more allowing and being able to penetrate into each other people in a way because of the music that I've listened to? Is it allowing me to penetrate into another person with love and beautiful offerings that allow them to then take that and penetrate into the next person. And then they take that and then they, you know, and so we're, we're, all we're doing is we're being penetrated and then we're penetrating and we're, we're, we're carrying this seed. And so I think for, for humanity's consciousness to, to blossom like the Lotus, we have to start being aware of what type of seeds are we carrying and where are we penetrating those seeds into the next person? Wow. Wow, 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 wow. That is such a thought. You've shifted the way I see music through that and expanded the way I see music. I love the the, the connection we're making between making love and making music. And, and truly, we are seeding. We are offering so much to people through music. And it makes me think about how... Mm, important it is for people to invest in music and invest in artists and, and invest in art really, because that is such a universal way for us to elevate humanity. And oh, yeah, it makes me excited for my career um, and, and really empowered in my purpose. 
Mm, it's, yeah. Like, you know, when we look at art, like if we look at a painting on the wall, one time I was with a friend of mine and we were in this museum and, um, and they're like, what are you, you've been staring at this painting for so long. What is it that you actually see in this painting? Mm. I'm like, oh, I'm not looking at the painting. And he goes, what do you mean? I said, I'm looking at the spirit that's inside the painting that's Ooh. talking to me. Yeah. He said, what? I said, paintings are portals, my darling. Mm. Doorways into different levels of consciousness that mm. has been birthed through the artist. But there's a gateway, there's a river that moves from the artist that's inside the painting that the spirit told the artist to paint. So whoever is wise enough and capable enough to see the river, you can travel down to river to the original source, not the artist, but the original source of the spirit that spoke to the artist because that spirit had sent that message to the artist to paint the picture, but that the spirit knew that the artist had to paint the picture with certain colors and certain shapes mm. and certain forms. But the truth is that the being that told the artist to do that is sending a message to say, I have a message for you. Come, mm. if, you can, if you can see the alchemy in the painting, you will find the door that leads to me. Mm. Wow. So true. And I think um, it's like a depth of, of looking that we need to do more, a depth of um, understanding. It's like letting our imagination flow more and, and be more and to accept that there's so much more beyond the surface. You know, it's like you don't have to see. It's not like you don't have to see it to believe it, which I don't, I don't agree with fully, but it's with art. It's like you can see it, but there's also so much more to see beyond what you're seeing. It's connecting to what you're feeling from the art and the subtleties of the art. And it also reminds me of um, how I've been painting a lot this year. Um, after working on my project, I was feeling very inspired to channel my creativity in new ways, not just through music. And I think that's exactly what I'm doing through my art. I'm creating portals and, and sending a message of very... Uh, divine message through my art and it, it that again you saying that gives my art more purpose and, and has really empowered me to find more meaning in my art as well yeah what do you think what kind of spirit do you think you're tapping that's connecting with mm. you from the other side that is asking to bring this through you right because if we are if we are the vessel right we are the embodiment um, you know, in this biological spacesuit where this embodiment and then mm. our spirit, which is eternal, right, is the spark. It's the light source mm. that the more we let go of our inhibitions and our labels and our programs and all of these rules and rules and rules of these things that humans have created to define who they are and what they are, but become more fluid, more open, more expansive, mm. then we become the water. We become the water that allows spirit to bring its energy through mm. to the world, through our vessels, right? Mm. So there's all these divine, powerful spirits from other, other galaxies, other dimensions, other places um, in portals that humans have not even yet to even understand mm. that are sending messages throughout space and time and beyond time mm. to reach someone whose vessel is open enough to receive it and then bring it forth 
for, for as a gift and as an offering or as a calling to find them or as an offering to understand their wisdom from where they come from and bring it through you in your music and in your lyrics and in the way that you bring your, 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 your energy through. Mm. What do wow. you feel stepping into you? Yeah. Wow. In saying that, my mind was like, seeing so many colors, so many. Ooh, I was like space traveling through through words. But I would say, um, I feel like one profound message I get a lot is the the idea of flow. I mean, my name Umi means ocean in Japanese, and so I think my essence is ocean energy. Water energy is is um, yeah that flow, and by flow I mean connecting with their essence self and allowing life to be simple, allowing life to be easy, and to be easy, it's like a surrenderment to the moment, a surrenderment um, to what brings you joy and simply just flowing with life. And I think in my music, I flow when I, when I create, I don't, I don't put much struggle into my lyrics. I just let it happen. I let it just come out of me. And then when I, when I paint, I just let it just come out of me, you know? And I, and, and in doing that, I think people listen to my music and feel that freedom and see the freedom. And um, I think that's, that's one message I get a lot. And, and another message I get a lot is love. I feel like I am such a lover. Like I flourish when I am in love, when I'm with people who love with, and, and my music is like quantum love. That's what I like to say. It's, it's, I want to deliver, send out waves of love to people. And I think that's another energy that is tapping into me from, from wherever in the universe, in this cosmos, I feel that deeply, deeply. Mm, can we do a little exercise into, yes. into to finding that river? Yes. Can you, um, can you place your hands on your stomach? Mm. Yes. And, um, and can you say out loud, uh, soul, open up the gateway to that which taps into me to bring forth this message? Soul, open up the gateway. That which taps into me. That which taps into me. To bring forth the message. To bring forth the message. And then tell me what color do you see in your abdomen when you say that? I see purple and red. Mm-hmm. That's what I saw too. Wow. And, I, and you know, I want you to see that energy like ribbons going up above your head. Mm. And tell me if you can see those ribbons floating in the sky. Yes. I want you to travel up that rib- that ribbon. And I want you to tell me what type of being it takes you to. Where is it taking you? What I see is light. I just see white light, a lot of white light. And I see kind of sparkles. I feel like I'm being sent to a space where with just energy. There doesn't even seem to be a form. It's just a lot of white and yellow light and speckles of yellow light, like little stars within Mm -hmm. the white light. And I want you to ask while you're in that space, are you the ones who are bringing forth the message through my vessel? Mm. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I just see big yes, 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 yes. And say, um, where are you in the galaxy? The sun. Mm. Say, are you are you a part of 
the, the Helios, the city of Helios. Hmm. Yes. Yes. And are you the beings in the great solar sun? Yes. They're so happy. <laughs> they're oh, like, they're oh, you, happy. They're like, oh, you, you're connecting with us. You found us. <laughs> yes, that's, that's the whole thing. That's the thing that I'm always saying to artists is like, find the one who is bringing this through to you and, be, and know them, see mm. them, understand wow. them. Wow. I had like, a friend who was, go ahead, what were you saying? No, 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 go ahead, go ahead. I had a friend who was painting these pictures and she was making all of these white lines and black and all over the stuff. And I said, darling, I said, we need to go in and find the spirit who, who's calling out to you to, to paint this. She goes, really? And I said, yes. And I took her, took her and we went into a dimension and it was in a dark realm mm. where this spirit was calling out to the light to find a way to get home. Mm. And uh, she went in and the spirit was, was speaking with her and said, thank you for finding me. And she became friends with the spirit and, and the spirit was tra- telling its message from this dark realm that it was trapped in. And by her expressing her art more and more, she helped the spirit come home. Wow. Oh, that's crazy. I feel like since you helped to guide me to this to this space back to these spirits i already feel this lightness and energy in my chest it's like i just harness that sun energy into me through the acknowledging of its of its existence it's very powerful i feel like Ooh, mm-hmm. from this moment on life is not going to be the same i'm elevated <laughs> i'm like <Yeah>. <laughs> vibrating higher (laughs) it's profound (laughs) yeah and you know there's a there's a beautiful uh signature that takes place on the planet when you are actually follow the ribbon to the being that is that is um that is connecting with you to bring forth higher technology through your music through your Mm -hmm. art through your dance through whatever creative energy, through your writing, you know, it's like I always watch writers write um, and they are friends of mine who come up with these different ideas. And uh, it's interesting because I'm like, you don't realize that why you're writing this and why you're saying these words is because the spirit that is bringing that information through to you is is literally bringing this information so that we can develop through this new technology of awareness that mm. this can't exist, mm. you know, or in whatever format it needs to come, whatever you know way it needs to come through. Wow. It's it's the it's the thing is that human beings have forgotten about the sister muses, the muses, mm. you know, uh, in is when in my other lifetimes when I was um, Pythia in the time when I was the Oracle of Delphi, mm. I was very connected to the muses and to all of the and to uh, the fates and, and to all of the different beings that live in the spirit plane, which still do. Mm. And the fates, the sister, the sister fates are in the muses. You know, they're very interesting because the muses they open up the stargates mm. to connect you with different beings in the galaxy so that you can interlink with them and then bring forth creativity and art and expression and energy and all of these beautiful things. Mm-hmm. And like, for instance, 
like when we think about elemental spirits like fairies and elves and gnomes and all these different beings that exist in the elemental kingdom, they are also there to amplify these energies like the spirits of water um, and the mermaids, the the, um, undying spirits that live in the water, the aquatic beings that live in the water, the animals, the whales, the dolphins, they create the songs, the the whales create the songs in the water to balance the frequencies so that the intelligence that's held in water is always illuminated. Mm. So when we then, and then the air spirits, you know, take that water and bring it to, to, uh, to the clouds. And then the clouds then move that and bring it into the earth and bring it into us. When we drink it, that intelligence moves through us and communicates to us. Mm. And those who are sensitive enough to be able to hear the messages that the, the beings in the water who are also being uh, energies coming from them, from another plane, from another dimension that's channeling into them that makes them bring this frequency come from their being. And that's why every living creature, every living thing has a, has a, a portal. Mm. And you and I are portals. Mm. And the tree across the street is a portal. And what we have to cultivate as human beings is the awareness of how to interact and follow the river back to the spirit Mm -hmm. uh, that is bringing information through that portal for us on earth to thrive. Mm. Wow. That makes so much sense. I have these moments in the ocean. I've been connecting very deeply with the ocean recently, but I'll be near the ocean, in the ocean, and start to hear these like very high frequency sounds. And it, it makes me realize it's those beings in the ocean communicating to me, sending me messages, and they recognize the openness that I have. Um, how, do you, how do you connect with those frequencies when they're not necessarily in like a language that we speak? Is it more of a feeling you would say you connect to? Or like, how should we make sense of those messages? Yeah, absolutely. Watch. Uh, Tell me when you feel this in your body, okay? Mm -hmm. I'm going to communicate to you. (laughs) Oh. How's that? (laughs) Powerful. Powerful, but very rooted for me in color. Mm -hmm. Color and feeling. I felt like orange then I felt a lot of love then I felt green towards the end kind of like forest energy Mm -hmm. yeah so when we so what we understand is that our mind is only meant as a focal point to direct energy Mm. but it is our feelings that allow us to expand, to create, and then the mind can create the imagery that is necessary to merge with that energy. So so when we feel, it is about not analyzing it. The moment we go to analyze it Mm. is the moment when we stop listening. Mm. Wow, so true. Less thinking. Less thinking, more feeling, more doing, more presence. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. More being, that's the mm. word. 
Mm-hmm. Us thinking more being. Wow. Hmm. Absolutely. You know, I when for me, when I'm intimate with people, my whole thing is about sharing myself with people, mm-hmm. not in the physical. Usually when I connect with people before I even get physical with them, it's about letting them, I share my spirit with them. Mm-hmm. So usually I put them across the room. I'll sit in a chair or stand in the room in, in the room and I share my spirit with them mm-hmm. and connect with them. And they start having these intense, like orgasmic experiences of feelings and, and, you know, men and women, they're just like, how are you doing this? How is this possible? Mm -hmm. And we have forgotten, which is why I'm here to help people remember that we are not just this body. We are Mm -hmm. so much more than just this body. And like how I just, you know, communicated to you through my essence my essence moves much more faster than my body does. Mm. So all I have to do is to think about someone, which I said, the mind is just a laser. It just points Mm. in the direction. And all I have to do is think of them. And if I never even met them, I can share my essence with them Mm. and then they'll find me. Mm. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That makes so much sense. It, It mirrors this new paradigm I've been entering of, of, just letting things come to me, letting not, I'm always in the right place at the right time. And simply by my essence being in that place, you know, my imagination. And so my reality being in that place, everything um, just aligns as it's meant to. And um, one thing I, I learned from you is like when I enter a space or a room, rather than being like, who should I talk to? Who should I connect with? It's, let the people flow to you because my essence is calling them, you know, and their essence, if it's meant to, will be called to me. And, oh, that reminds me of this really profound meditation I had um, a few weeks ago. My friend and I, we were meditating in the forest and I had this moment where I felt I, my essence left my body and was so free. I was like, moving and dancing in this astral realm. And um, I asked my friend to describe what she was seeing. And when she started to describe what she was seeing, I started to then see what she was seeing. And I felt like I turned my head and I saw her, her astral body. I just saw her energy there with me. And we were in the same astral realm. I don't even know what it was, but we were just dancing in the same room together with just our minds, with just our spirits. And it was so free and infinite. And um, yeah, that, that really, that reminds me of that moment. Mm, you had spectral vision. Mm, that's what it is. Yeah. So what it means is, so like, uh, like one time I took a student of mine and we laid next to each other and I wanted to take them to, uh, to a, a place. And I, I was taking them to a temple and I said, what do you see? They said, I see you taking me to a temple. Mm. And everything, and then I had another student who joined us and merged with us in this one realm. And Mm. they all saw the things in that temple where I was and we saw each other. And spectral vision basically means that you feel safe and comfortable. Um, The elemental spirits are opening, uh, elemental spirits open up spectral vision. Mm. Um, So tree spirits, you know, um, all the different spirits in nature, they can enhance your spectral vision. That's why it's always important to be able to replenish with nature Mm. because what happens is you go into the spirit world and the other person goes in the spirit world 
and you activate your spectral vision. So your spirit eyes are now seen. And mm. so a lot of times people try to see with their mind instead of let their spirit eyes see. Mm. And when that's what happened is that your spectral vision turned on. So your spirit eyes were able to see and transmit the information in such a fast, accelerated way that allowed you to be presently aware of all things happening mm. in that realm while being in the body. That's mm. very powerful. Wow. Wow. That makes so much sense. And you know, the crazy thing about it is like, every time I have these very profound experiences, there's almost resistance within me that's like, you're imagining this. There's no way it's happening. You know, this is too crazy, but it's reminding myself like we're so powerful. We just have to mm, allow ourselves to be powerful, <laughs> allow our yeah. minds and our spirits and to, to reach their full potential. Yes. That's why flotation tanks are so great, my love, because mm. they help you build spectral vision. And so when you go into the flotation tank, it, you know, you have complete deprivation and you're in water that is the same temperature of your body. Mm. And you just, so your body is floating. Mm. And then what happened is because your body doesn't have to exert any type of stress or tension by holding up your muscles or moving a ligament to make sure that your legs are a certain way or any of these types of things that happen when we are standing and dealing with gravity, mm. there's no gravity. So you're just floating on the water in pitch black. And so then it gives your body a rest of like, oh, I don't have to put any energy into focusing on the muscles or the joints or the ligaments or anything. So now all that energy gets transferred into your brain mm. and then your brain um, goes into a space where it, because of the dark and because of the floating and because the water is the same temperature of your body, you go back into the, you feel like you're back in the womb. Mm. And when you go back into the womb, your brain then shuts and your spirit energy then takes over and you go into spectral vision, you start accessing other dimensions and you start going in, um, into other realms and you get to be able to see other beings communicating with you. And it's, mm. it's really powerful. Wow. I'm being so called to return to the, the tank. I did it once and I feel like I was almost scared of my mind's potential. I didn't let myself go all the way. And it was a few years ago. So I'm, I'm, in a, I'm ready now. And I think this is my sign to do, to go. Especially for you, because you you are here to bring music and creativity and sensuality and all of these different levels of immersion to humankind. Mm -hmm. There is um, that is, you know, going into that space and are sitting in a room that's pitch black and just allowing yourself to merge into that unknown energy until you completely learn how to to you know, to, to let go. It's, it's interesting. It's kind of like, um, like when we think about, when we think about intimacy, right. You think mm -hmm. about like penetration of like, when you're being intimate with someone, mm -hmm. you have to allow the person to merge into you mm -hmm. or to merge with you. And there's an allowance and an acceptance and a, and a, and a, and a desire as well. Mm -hmm. And so the same is in spirit. And so mm -hmm. when we're in that space of the unknown, it's about going, okay, I get it. So you have to merge into me for me to merge into you. Mm -hmm. 
now you and then that's how you can enter into into the realm a lot of times when i when i share with people how to access the spirit world they're always going in with this very same aggressive energy that they would in opening a door and walking into a room whoa yep yep <laughs> wow <laughs> and that's and that and, and and that's that's that is uh literally raping the spirit world i mean mm. because rape the energy of rape is a force aggressive energy of forceful desire to fulfill mm. some void or some some disconnect so when you go into the spirit world when you involve yourself in any form of art or any form of creativity or any form of connection it's not about trying to penetrate in a, in a very aggressive fear-based way because that's what it is it's 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 a, it's a penetration of fear it's about being able to witness and be present for the opening and the allowance. Mm. Wow. So when you're having those moments, let's say entering into a meditation, would you say it's it's good to have an intention going in or is even having like a directed motive is even that a sense aggressive? Should you just be fully open to whatever comes? Or I guess what's your your flow into a meditation? So it depends on what type of meditation you are, are doing. There, there's a meditation of inquiry and there's a meditation of allowance. Mm. So the meditation of inquiry is that you have a specific thing that you are wanting to understand. So you, you understand that that's why you're going into it. And then in that space, you allow so that the inquiry can be answered. But for me, I have found my most profound meditations is not when there's, and then there's the, also the meditations of what is called communicating, which is, you know, where you ask questions and get the answers and you build a relationship. Uh, so like, for instance, a spirit will be in the room and I'll send it a color and then I'll see what color it sends back to me. I'll send it a feeling and then I'll see what feeling it sends back to me. And I do that with trees. I also do that with, with, with um, plants and animals and, and with, uh, and with the wind and with other different types of, of, of um, sentient beings on the planet. Um, and so what happens is it's kind of like playing table tennis. It's really fun. It's, it's this <laughs> interactive play that enriches our connection. So if I send over, uh, like one time I sent to a spirit, I took like a, a dry erase board in, in my mind and said, hi, how are you? And then I held it up to the spirit. And then the spirit wrote on the, had a dry erase board too and wrote, I'm fine, thank you. And I was like, where are you from? And it's like, I am from um, a galaxy near Orion and you, and you are earthling. And it said, yes. And we just had this deep, Wow. you know, conversation. And it, and I started that way until I learned how to build my hearing, my ability to hear. I started drawing on a chalkboard as a kid in my, in the spirit world to communicate to other spirits. And then as I began to keep bouncing that back and forth in this kind of table tennis way, then I was able to just talk and hear and then talk and then hear and then talk and hear. So that's a way as well. And then the other way that I find is to completely let go. Now there's two ways to go about doing that. So one is Zen walking, whereas you just walk and you just let your mind run and you're not trying to analyze it and you're not trying to figure it out. You're just observing as a witness mm. 
And then you'll hear the conversations of spirit take place in that. And you can also do that just by sitting and allowing and listening to the the amazing voices talking to each other because they are not, they, it's this, it's the, it's, you get to see the unconscious mind, what goes on. So it's kind of like the way I explain it to one of my, um, one of my um, students who is in wall street. And I said, you want to understand the deeper levels of your consciousness and your unconsciousness. You have to realize your unconscious self doesn't want to be conscious by you because there's certain things that you don't want to take responsibility for. So it remains unconscious, but to get into that castle and to meet all the players in that castle, you can't come in with aggression. Mm. You have to silently walk past the guard at the gate, which is your, which is the part that protects those aspects and go in with love, not with like, interrogation, but with observance first of what's going on in the palace, what's going on in in, in that kingdom. I have found so many aspects of my being that I didn't even know existed when I went in there. Mm. I heard this woman talking and she was saying things and she was drawing things on the ground and all these symbols. And she was having a conversation with this man who was talking about, you know, all the things that he feels about justice and this and that. And I just, I just listened and watched. And I did that for a while before I engaged. Mm. And then when I engaged, I didn't engage as a, as a predator or as a person coming in wanting to uh, wonder why would you say something like that? Like, like I'm going to persecute you for saying it. No, I went in and I said, Oh, I love these symbols you're drawing on the ground and, and everything. Um, who are you? Tell me, what is your name? And she's like, Esmeralda. And I'm like, tell me, Esmeralda, what do you think? She's like, oh, you know, I come from an ancient time where I was a person who, who would, you know, be put into a temple where I would download these symbols from other spirits and then share them with the priests and priestesses and they would use these symbols in magic. And I go, oh. And I said, oh, that's amazing. And then and I would get into a conversation. And then I realized that Esmeralda is me. Mm. And she just revealed to me another life, another place, another time that is still happening that is in me. And so that's why it's so easy for me to bring symbols. And that's why it's so easy for me to understand what their meaning is. And that's why it's so easy for me to understand dream interpretation because I know archetypes. I can see them. I understand the storyline. I can understand if someone drew a circle and made a squiggly line, I know exactly how to interpret that magic. Mm. But I only found it, my love, when I was willing to, to go in in that way. Wow. Wow. Can I ask you another question? Yes, my love. When you're entering into these moments, do you see yourself from like a third person perspective or do you see yourself traveling through these places through your own eyes? Like, do you see your hands? Do you see, like, how, how do you see yourself contextualized within the vision? I see myself as if I am the person in there. Mm-mm-mm. So if I hold up my hands, I see my hands. Mm. And sometimes I see myself um, in there and I'll change myself. I'll shapeshift myself into mm-hmm. a woman or into mm-hmm. an animal or into a bird. Like for instance, uh, one time I went 
to this place where I was on a mountain and there was this floating city in the middle of the sky made of stone and rock and very beautiful. And I was there and I was just like, okay, and I'm here. And I was like, what, how do I get over there? And I heard this voice say, shapeshift yourself into a bird and fly over there. And so I turned myself into a bird and flew to that place. And when I did, I, I landed and I saw these beings and it, well, they were half snake, half human. And they said to me, welcome to the city of Tektai. Mm. They're like, we've been waiting for you to come. And then I, they took me through this palace, this beautiful palace and all of these beings. And I met the queen of that city. And she told me how they've been waiting to share knowledge with me about the healing things that could help humans and information about, um, you know, the merging of both the, the, the serpent and the human form and how they were created a long time ago in ancient times and how they exist and how all these different realms exist, but they're hidden by a very thin, very thin, uh, how do you say, barrier that, that consciousness can't see unless human beings are chosen to go into the unknown and, and go into the place of the unaware to mm. become aware. Oof. And, uh, and it, it, it was really beautiful. And we've had such a great relationship ever since. And it helped me so much formulate different healing techniques and being able to bring different um, abilities to work with different types of stones and energy and earth and how to mix and make certain types of uh, salts and different things you can put on the body that they showed me that you can do uh, with their, with, you know, the way that they um, educated me. Mm. Wow. What what helped to strengthen that ability to tap into that? Is it repetition, just keep going there? Or is it a place that triggers it more? It's the willingness to go beyond the constructs of the matrix. Mm. It's a willingness to see that your imagination isn't imagination at all. Mm. And that all what humans think is an imagination is not imagination. It's the it's the gates of awareness that exist outside of the matrix. Wow, that's powerful. <laughs> so you know, like one time I was in the forest with uh, some friends, and I saw a door, mm. and I said, "There's a door here." And one of my friends goes, "Where?" I said, "There's a door here." I'm like, "Close your eyes, and say." Reveal to me what's really here. And she's like, oh my God, there is a door there. How did you see that? I said, because my imagination, which is my consciousness outside of the matrix, revealed it to me. Mm. But when people start examining their imagination from a point of saying it's just made up, it's not real, then that's because the matrix doesn't want you to understand that you have a consciousness outside of the constructs of this world. Mm. And if you can merge those consciousness, if you can merge the consciousness outside of the matrix and also with the consciousness inside of the matrix, I mean, it's very powerful. Very powerful. That makes so much sense. I've been really trying to make more sense of what my imagination is recently. And this was like that key 
in my head of, wow, that, that ground, not even grounds, that just like gives more limitless space to my imagination. Mm. Willingness yeah. to go beyond the constructs of the matrix. Wow. Yeah, it's, 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 it's the understanding that you are existing in two, two places at once. Mm. This physical realm and the imagination realm, the like, the spirit realm, I guess the spirit realm. The spirit, the spirit realm. realm, exactly. And then you have another realm you exist in, which is called the emotional realm. Hmm. Emotional realm. The feeling realm. Mm. And that's, the, that's, a, that's called the intricate, the intricate weaving realm. It's the realm where you can go inside the tree. You can go inside the molecule. You can go inside the organ. You can go inside of different things. It's the inner space technology versus the outer space technology, which is the, which is the intellect. The mm-hmm. intellect is the, you can travel through the intellect. And then when you go into the spiritual intellect, which is outside of the matrix, you're in a different part of the consciousness. So then you have also the same thing there. So you have your physical which is experiencing the physical and you're present. You can touch the table, you can touch the wall, you can rub your, your hand on a beautiful furry rug. You can, and all these different sensations are affecting you because of the matter touching matter. So you have mm-hmm. density touching density, which is an amazing experience in itself, mm-hmm. right? And you get the mm-hmm. hot and the cold and the wet and the dry. It's super fun. And then you have the emotional aspect, which is the feeling realm. So now you can travel through other people's feelings. You can travel into the feelings of the trees, the flowers. You go to, there's a, a, a colorful, it's like, I call it the place of color and landscape, of, of, of emotion, of frequency, of, of movement. It's how you can watch the movement of energy moving all through everything and all. Mm. Like when I go into nature and I'll see like the trees sending out this beautiful color to the sky and the sky sending this beautiful color to the trees and, the, and everything is sending out these, these beautiful um, landscapes of color and frequency. It's absolutely wonderful. And then you go into the mind and now you go into, you go into the, uh, the intellect. Now there's different levels of that intellect. There's the intellect of the human species. There's the intellect of the animal species. There's the intellect of the, of the, of the, the trees and the fire intellect and elemental intellects. And then you can travel through all the different intellects and then you can travel through ancestral intellects. Mm. So what's been left behind through the intelligence of the ancestors, mm. which is found in the stones and the earth, it's in the wind, it's, it's, it's in all, of, it's embedded in all of these different levels. Mm. And then when you go into the spirit, you cross over in, outside of the matrix and then you step into that consciousness and then it goes even further and further and further. And then you start stepping, stepping. Uh, tapping into your multidimensional um, levels of existence that is also in physical form and in the invisible form. Wow. Everything makes more sense. <laughs> That's so cool. Wow. I love that. That really helps to, you know, when you have a lot of thoughts, but there doesn't seem to be the words to express how you feel. I feel like you put words to these connections I feel like I have with so many different frequencies of, of energy. And now I'm like, oh, that's where that, that's from. 
I, I was wondering one thing that I noticed, especially as an as an artist, constantly kind of interacting with people and energy, and um, sometimes I, I have a hard time feeling my own energy when I'm in a when I'm with other people. Even let's say I'm meditating with certain people, I have a hard time getting into my meditation because I'll be almost in the other person's world in their bubble or feeling their emotions, feeling their past lives, feeling, and I'm, I'm trying to learn to channel that better and not get so overwhelmed by other people's emotional realms. I'm wondering what you do to channel that and protect, I guess, your energy. So I, the way I look at it is, is keeping my autonomy mm. and giving other people their own. Mm. So like an example of that would be uh, when I was in Turkey, I was teaching this, this class um, on certain shamanic healing. And uh, the woman who I was um, helping remember, she was working on this other woman and the woman started screaming and shaking and convulsing. And I said, I want, I want you to observe something. And so, so another person in the, in the class was like, oh my God, she's free. We have to get her help, you know, and like, let's get her some water. I said, I need you to step away from her. And I need you to understand spirit by just witnessing mm. the space that you're going to give her right now to go through this shamanic experience. Mm. It doesn't require you to worry. It doesn't require you to engage. It doesn't require you to fix or to help or to understand. It doesn't require your question marks. It doesn't require any of it. All it is, is just knowing that it is, that's it. Mm. And stay in your center. Mm. And so what happens is, is that you're an empath, an empathic, and I'm empathic as well. But what I do as far as an empath, I choose to enter into someone else's nucleus. And then I step out of their nucleus and come back into my own. Mm. Because the longer I'm away from my nucleus, the further I am away from, from the creator. Yes, that's it. Mm. Wow. Oh, I had a, I'm so excited for this wonderful, um, beautiful sharing of the hearts today. Mm. How can people find you and get into your music? And mm. I'm so excited to, to explore more with you yes. and to be able to, so we can sit in, in communion with each yes. other. Yes. First, thank you. Thank you for all the wisdom, all the all the questions. I feel like we opened a portal <laughs> through the share. Um, if, if anyone wants to find my music, you can find it on any streaming platform. You look up Umi, UMI, YouTube, Apple Music, Spotify, Tidal, Google Play, anything. I just dropped a project called introspection it's all about my journey inward a reflection of of um, an alchemy of my inner experiences um, so you can stream introspection anywhere i also created a short film for the project about the interconnectedness of our realities and that's on youtube if you want to check it out but yeah that's how you could find my music oh, wonderful and people can follow you on instagram Yes, follow me on Instagram at who is Umi, who is UMI. Yes. Oh, wonderful. Oh, I'm so grateful to have shared this beautiful, intimate, wonderful sitting with you and thank learning you. about you and sharing with you. And um, I thank you. Mm.
I thank you so deeply, so deeply. And I love you so deeply. Thank you. I love you too. I'm really excited that we had the lovely Umi on the share. Umi is a friend of mine and just amazing, powerful soul who is changing the world through her intense, poignantly beautiful music that radiates this compelling piece that I've never heard before in music. That the moment I play her music, I go into this this deep center root of my being and I'm connecting to other energies from other places. You know, she was, you know, born in Seattle and uh, she's also, one of the things I love about her is she's um, half black and half Japanese and her name literally means ocean, which is very much like her music and the way she operates as an individual because, you know, she's very rooted in her fluidity and identity, which I am as well. So it's nice and compelling to be able to speak freely and openly about how we feel and how open we are about that connection of the love for both men and women and being able to not be held down by constraints and conflicting ideas within ourselves. Because when you live so free in that space, you're not able to be pushed down by society's views of how human beings want to be able to perceive what that means and how that shows up in your life because of all the rules and limitations that goes along with it. And what I love about her is that she moves in the rhythm of her own feelings. And we got into that deep conversation about coming into the space of really looking, you know, beyond the music, looking into the the spirits that are guiding that music into her vessel to bring that healing and that transformation to us here on earth. And it's so beautiful because when we get into that space and we, you know, the balance of the masculine and feminine, we realize that there are these two components of energies that are so beautifully brilliant in the essence of their individuality, as well as their collective um, synergy. It creates a wellspring of knowledge and information that's both happening on so many levels, you know, and for someone like her, who is in the music industry and really having to stay true to who she is it's important for you know her to be fully open and clear about what that represents and how she's going into that space with her own essence instead of you know wanting to kick the door open or push her way through but eloquently you know and steadily you know operating in her field of intelligence as a being a sovereign being of light and healing and transformation. So she's operating in this very like, I'm not here to force my way through. I'm here to be exactly what my name means, the ocean. I'm here to come in and then take what I need and then come in again and then take what I need and share what what I need to give. And so that's the, that's the, 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 the operation and the beauty of the ocean itself. 
right? Is a, It's a, a beautiful representation of even flow where it gives and takes at the same time. And the essence of that which is given is the essence of that which is taken necessary for both sides to be able to, to, to have what it needs to thrive. And with her essence and her words, her wisdom, the way she speaks, the way she shows up for the community on her Instagram, how she operates as an individual doing daily meditations and guiding people to see the, the beauty and the love and just the, 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 the yummy, the, the, the delicious, the, 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 the sexiness, the playfulness, the, the everything that's inside of a human being. And being able to really understand that and get into that space and realize that that whole energy, that whole understanding takes place when there is a deep resonant soul within the body that is looking out from the eyes of that body and is able to see the light in other people so clearly. So the definition of of what comes through the music and the words and the the beauty of her you know lyricism and how she operates and radiates that quiet compelling peace into the everyone's environment just like the ocean waves do it is beautiful to see the essence of her being come through in her songs and in the way she lives her life with her friends and the way she is when I see her, you know, and just, you know, having her be in my life, knowing that I can call her up on the phone and just talk with her. And we just go into these deep conversations like you heard in today's share. It's this deep love. It's like when you understand from both the masculine and feminine side of, of life, you see a different viewpoint of outside of the, the, the translations that have been given to you by the matrix and by the system that wants you to see only through one lens. You get, to, you get a viewpoint, a broader perspective of the internal and external operating in this beautiful synergy, this, this beautiful colliding of energies that are not forceful and they're, they're not aggressive and they're coming in with this dance like none other dance you've ever seen to be able to present to you information that goes beyond dialogue, information that actually that is written within the soul itself. And so there is this, this beautiful cascading of, of brilliance and connection to other energies outside of the reality of, of humankind that we get to tap into when we're opening those doorways within ourselves. And it translates very clearly in her music and in the way she operates in life and the way she lives her life with integrity and grace. You know, she is at the forefront of the music industry as a beautiful poetic expression of God's love and God's dance and the essence of pleasure and sensuality brought through everything that she does. When I was thinking, you know, who I would love to share with the tribe, and I was like, I got to share Umi because Umi, you know, she's, she's a special being, a being that 
you know, you, you don't you don't see so many beings like this on the planet who are so free and so much clarity within their being and openness to be humble, to receive even more energy and to receive even more um, information and intelligence and not holding back that intelligence and that information so that the radiant soul is easily to shine through and then you're opening yourself up to all the creative energies that are available to you so whatever one you decide to flow with because that energy in you is so pure because you're not obstructing it with your viewpoints and other people's viewpoints or your parents viewpoints or your your you know uh religious viewpoints or your school system or or any authority figure or anyone who's put any kind of idea of you know these absolutes of this is how it has to be or else but no viewpoints other than just the flow and dance and the rhythmic movement of ecstasy and pleasure and grace and beauty and sensuality creating its own landscape for you to be able to take those creative energies and then to orchestrate them through your being so poignantly to affect the lives of many people. And that's exactly what she does. And so there's this, there's this, this resonant tone when she speaks that I'm sure you got a chance to experience. And what it does is that when she speaks, it drops you into that space of, mm, you know, because a lot of times when people speak, it can, it can, you know, it can raise your heart rate. It can make you feel a little antsy and uncomfortable. But there's times when people speak that it just drops you into that mm, feeling. And it's like, that mm, like wherever that goes and how much you allow that to go and where you let that go, that's up to you. However, I invite you to allow that energy to move in the places that bring you pleasure and allow you to open up to that beautiful landscape that's been created and so that you can experience these beautiful essences within your own being and bring them out in your creativity and in the way that you choose to live your life so that you can also be in that space, you know? So like when you think about Umi, you think about the ocean and you think when you go to an ocean, what's the first thing that happens to you? Everything that has been bothering you or causing you stress just goes away. And that's what her music feels like when you listen to it. Because of her intense soul and the way that she's offering this energy through her lo-fi beats and the, her tones and the way she speaks and sings and, the, and just the, the melodic energies that come through her and the hidden essences within her and also within the sound, it takes you to a different place. And with her new album, introspection, which is exactly what we're doing right now and what we continually need to do so that we can up-level this experience on earth to be one of, of heightened awareness and joy and laughter and play and prosperity and, and, and thriving for all and really being able to transform those, those lower frequencies and bring them into a resonant frequency that we can all be able to, to, to live within in a space where we can transmute those frequencies into the frequencies of love, 
in kindness and generosity and, and the willingness to show up without needing to prove something, do something or make something happen, but just the presence of yours alone is sacred. And being able to step into that space so that when you actually hear her music, it inspires you to step into that space with yourself. You know, that, that beautiful space of like, I don't have to do anything right now. I don't have to prove anything right now. All I have to do is just be here and my beingness is sacred in itself. And so those who are around me or near me are already being healed by my presence alone. That is what you are. And that is what she is here to help the world to see, assist the world to see so that the world is able to hold that space that she's creating with the landscape of her intelligence and her emotions and her and her sensuality and her connectedness to being a rooted individual and being in that fluidity of the masculine and feminine when you're in that fluidity and i'm not saying that everybody has to accept the you know this this fluidity right now in their life but i'm saying that's where, that's where we're going in our evolution where we're, we're, we're blurring the lines of I'm this and I'm that to really understanding that we are these beautiful beings that hold so many beautiful energies and we can't, you know, suppress them or limit them from coming out so that we're able to fully be present with another person because we're not afraid not afraid to allow those energies to come through when they need to come through and when they don't need to come through it's not because we're stopping it or we're trying to put some resistance against it it's just it's not coming through because spirit doesn't want it to come through so when it does come through then you get into this different rhythm with yourself but you go into a rhythm like none other you go into a different type of rhythm and that rhythm that you go into is the awareness of acceptance of that which is coming through without any hesitation, any type of resistance or holding back. So then we begin to live in that space that I don't need to feel afraid to express my love to you. I don't need to be afraid if I want to hug you. If I say, hey, you know what? I want to cuddle with you right now. Can we just cuddle? Can we just, can we just have a cuddle session without there being any kind of like weirdness about it? Like, am, am I allowed to just be in that space with you? Or is there rules that we've created, boxes and limitations of what we're allowed ourselves to not experience because the world tells us it's wrong or it's not okay? You see, and that's that's where fluidity is. It's the, the fluidness isn't the idea that you can fall in love with a man or fall in love with a woman. No, 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 no. The fluidity is the ability to be open to all different forms and frequencies without feeling any type of judgment or any kind of ridicule of self and any kind of persecution of self and any kind of limitation from allowing yourself to be in flow with that which is moving through you and around you. So it doesn't become this 
this this energy of, you know, I shouldn't do this or I can't do this because of this, or I'm not allowed to let myself feel this because of this. But if I want to feel something, I'm going to feel it and move into it like the liquids that move into the earth and out of the earth and into the sky and then from the sky to the rain and back to the earth and into our bodies and out of our bodies and back to the earth and out of the earth and into the plants and from the plants into the animals. And that liquid that just keeps moving, there is no hold upon it. You can't, you can't con- create a container to trap liquid for a long period of time. Once the liquid's inside, if the liquid can't get out because it can't overflow out because of its fluid energy, then it will evaporate and change into a different energy and then be a, go back into its original form. And that's that's what fluidity represents. It it is the ability to be transformative, an ability to you know to deconstruct and and construct anything at any given time through any type of other element or any type of obstruction or wall or anything. Nothing can hold back that energy because those things will be dissolved within the liquid of consciousness and that's what fluidity is it's it's open consciousness with unconditional love guiding it where there is no way that anything can stop it limit it hold it back judge it shame it blame it and put it in a box it can't be held by anything other than love and that's what her music represents and i'm so happy that we got a chance to talk a little bit about you know, this amazing woman, Umi. I've created the Healing Temple because people all over the world want and need healing, but don't have the access to those healers or can't afford them. One of the biggest high-ticket items in the world today is remote healing, but some sessions cost hundreds to even thousands of dollars. And for only $10, the Healing Temple is a collective space for people to come together every Friday for 30 minutes. Participants are opening a wellspring of abilities, alleviating stress and brain fog, where the mind becomes more optimized and performance-based, and where you learn to utilize energy to up-level your consciousness. The Healing Temple also helps to break down walls where you begin operating in awareness of wellness feeling ambitious and inspired like things are really changing in your life. Inside the healing temple, you're also stepping into a world where you might experience phenomenons that you thought wasn't possible. Something as small as a chill or the hair standing on the back of your neck becomes like an opening door. Some members have even said they've experienced increased psychic abilities and that these sensations have intensified with following sessions. I've trained my powers to impact change, and I've learned how to get results. Who doesn't want to feel good? The Healing Temple is not only beneficial to you, but also to those around you, because when you're feeling good, you shine that positive energy onto others, your partner, your children, coworkers, even your dog or your cat. Everyone around you begins to feel better because you are feeling better. It's a rippling effect that's much needed on this planet. We need the Healing Temple more than ever right now because of all that's happening in the world, the social political structures, calamities, chaos, and feelings of hopelessness and despair. The social climate is on high and this pressure cooker is taking a negative toll on how many of us feel. 
The Healing Temple offers comfort on a global level because when more people are feeling good, the more kindness, generosity, and realness is generated. For only $10, I invite you to become part of the community that seeks to do good, to feel good, and to make this world a better place. Go to shamandurek.com and click the Healing Temple. Join our wellspring of healing, restoration, and elevated consciousness. See you in the temple. Thank you so much for tuning in to Ancient Wisdom Today podcast. Tribe, I love you all so much. And if you want to stay connected, be sure to check me out on IG at Shaman Durek. And if you have any questions whatsoever, please visit shamandurek.com or contact info at shamandurek.com to learn more. And remember, tribe, no matter what, stay lit. Stay lit.